Welcome to episode 31 of The Sith List. I am your host, Raj Shahi, and the man across from me, my co-pilot, the guy that makes sure I don't take a big dive in the big river called shit. Oh, man. Carlos? Well, that's a lot on my plate. Jesus. I tr- I'm, I'm the co-pilot? Boo, I trust you. Lord I trust Almighty. You. I trust you with my life. Oh, fuck. <laughs> After the show, maybe not. Yeah, shit. I trust you with my life. Oh, oh, man. And the guy next to me across the other side of this crazy room slash office slash studio is the man we call the comic book brain of poop. Sure. Sure. I'll take it. Leslie. Less is more Gonzalez. There it is. We'll get that done. We'll figure it out at some point. Sometime. Well, Carlos, you you have a lot on your shoulders there. I know, right? I I, I feel like Atlas here holding up the world. My God. Yeah, it's okay. You can do it. You You got broad shoulders, man. Thank you for the confidence. My God. How you guys doing? (laughs) I know how you guys are doing, but why don't you tell the audience how you guys are doing? Doing good. Doing good. I am almost recovered. Almost recovered from last night. Yeah, reason, last night was a bit rough. Yeah, let, let me explain what happened last night. We played. We went to all you can eat sushi first, and all you can drink sushi. Sake and uh, Sapporo beer. Yeah, it was called the place called Sakatumi. Yeah, and it was only thirty bucks. And when you get warm sake, beer, and sushi all in one, it doesn't turn out good at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could probably you just pile that stuff on and just keep going and going, I'm no, sure. That's what we did. Oh, man. So we and I a, I joined you guys later. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we came did. back. So you guys were already pretty lit oh, we were by pretty, the time we, I we were pretty good got door, to yeah. rendezvous with you all. So right. We got back and <laughs> we started playing Cards Against Humanity and then another card by a drinking game that you have to draw. It was fucking rough. Telestrations. Yeah, it was rough. But we got in the middle of it, and this was like at midnight, and... We went on the chat room and we saw Patrick Pomfrisco. What's up, Patrick? Local guy. What's hey, up, Patrick? Patrick. We saw him on the chat and we asked him to come over. And his ass said, "Okay." He said, "I'm down." He was here in like 40 minutes. Yeah. So we ended up playing drinking games with Patrick Pomfrisco, my wife, Andrew Medina, who does our Instagram, and then also his lovely fiance Stephanie mm-hmm. Hooter, who we're hoping to have on the show as well. Yes. Oh, that'll be an interesting yeah, uh, yeah, minutes yeah, with the misses. Yeah. And we all played games till about 5 in the morning. Yeah. So that's, that's with why. the time change, mind you, everyone. With the time, time yeah. changed It, it, it turned us. into 5 in the morning really it fucking got fast. into 5 real fast. Yeah. Exactly. Check yes. your phones. Holy shit, it's 5. And that's Fuck. why I sound like Boo and I sound like Haas right now. <laughs> 
with my deep, sultry voice. Yeah, minus the beautiful southern drawl. Yes, that, that Haas brings to the table. Right. <laughs> so that's that's the story from last night. So that's yeah. why we might be a little haggard this mm, evening. Just a smidge. But thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. You can um, hit us up on Instagram, like I said before, the yep. Sith List. We have a Facebook site. The Sith List. We have an email, the Sith List at gmail.com. We have a hotline, 707-65-GEEK-ONE. That's 707-654-3351. We also are selling some merch. Oh, man. Yeah. You go on tpublic.com and you put slash user slash J-A-R-I-2112 and you'll see our Sith List storefront. Or you can just go search the Sith List and all kinds of cool stuff come will come up. And you can find us on Twitter at the Sith List. Boo. At the Sithless Boo. And less is more. At less is more 78. And that's where you can find all of us if you want to yell at us or talk shit or whatever. <laughs> Just <laughs> interact with us throughout this, throughout yes, the day. Yeah. It's all fun. It's all fun yeah. until somebody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Now, before we start, I want to kind of ask the Sith heads to do something and do us a favor. Mm. I want you guys, whoever listens to this show, to go on StarWarsPodcastAwards.com. That's right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And what I need you to do is we need you to help our other podcast family members. And, and when I say family members, I'm talking about the Rogue One Army, mm-hmm. the Blue Harvest guys. Yep. Rogue One, the podcast for winners, a Star Wars podcast for winners. We need you guys to vote for them, Blue Harvest, and the Making Star Wars Network shows on this website. So this is, I'm going to break it down for you. So go to StarWarsPodcastAwards.com. This will be in the show notes as well to make it really easy for you. And also who to vote for. So, for Best Ensemble, I need you to ro- vote for Rogue One. Yep. For Best Fanboy Host, who else, who else but Johnny Grasso himself. Yeah. For Best Network, obviously, they're making Star Wars Network. Yep. They're amazing. For Best Editing is going to be the... Now This Is Podcasting on the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Also, Best Song and Best Art, Blue Harvest. Mm-hmm. Okay, Best Art, I think they're talking about the logo and stuff. So, and Best Song, Best... Blue Harvest has an original song, which is pretty amazing we need you to do that and everybody and all the rest of them just vote and spread it out through the making star wars podcast network which includes steel wars rebel girl and any other now this is podcasting and any other msw podcast just spread it out support people support, support. and help your people out we're a big mm-hmm. family here yes we are right we're not obviously not on the making star wars network but those guys have been so supportive and yes, so they awesome. They've taken you under their wing for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Definitely yeah, all of us now. Shown, shown the ropes. Right. Yep. So it's the least we can do. Cha-ching all the way. And uh, please, please vote for them. Yep. That'd be great. Now, let's get into the box office. This, this is a little crazy. This should be interesting. This is going to yeah. be interesting. This should be very interesting. Now, first, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you what the breakdown was. Kong, Logan, and Get Out. Those three in order. Huh. Okay. Now... Kong Island was number one movie at the U.S. box office this weekend, taking $61 million. That's not bad. According to Box Office Mojo, and this is uh, from Entertainment Weekly this week, this is above some estimates which pegged the movie as making only $50 million for the weekend, but it didn't. It actually made 61 It kicked ass. The movie has made reported $11 million more than the Lord of the Rings director Peter Jackson's 2005 King Kong, so it surpassed that. Huh. That film went on to make $550 million worldwide. Wow. That was actually a very good no, movie. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. Some analysts said that they believed Fox's Logan would retain its number one position from its opening weekend, but that did not happen. 
But, you know, tell you guys, Logan did kick ass. It made $37.9 million mm. for its second week, and that's still a lot of goddamn money. Yeah, that is a big amount it's of money. It's a huge hit, and it's made $438 million worldwide. Goddamn. Right. So those are your three. That's a staggering Pretty amount. Pretty amazing, yeah. right? For a comic book movie. And an R-rated movie. Yeah. So here's where it's going to get interesting. Oh, here we go. Logan. We all loved. Yes. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to spoil it for anybody. Go watch it. It's Go amazing. Go see it. Yes. We, we do have something to say about Logan at the end, and we'll make sure we do a spoiler warning for that. But you don't don't worry if you haven't listened. Well, if you haven't watched Logan, you can still listen. Mm-hmm. It's all good. <laughs> but let's talk about Kong. Stupid monkey. Okay. Because all three of us have watched Kong. Yep. And all yes, three we of have. Us have opinions about Kong. Mm-hmm. So I want. Boo to go first. All right. And then I'll let Les go, and then I'll go last. That's fine. Sounds good. Okay, Boo, hit it up. Okay, so Kong to me, you know, I've said it before on the show, very excited because they're going to do the whole Godzilla versus King Kong versus all the other monsters, which is awesome. You know, that's something from my childhood, so I have a nostalgic feel for it. So that might give me a little bit of bias, but King Kong, or uh, what is it, Godzilla was great. And it put a high expectation for this movie. Kong Skull Island was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it was very good. Uh, Kong looks amazing. The CGI in this movie, top notch. If you don't want to see it, you know, just because you, you don't care, go see it for this because it is incredible. The CGI that they use is just Godzilla. Godzilla looked great. This one looks even better because you get a, a ton of the monster, which is fantastic, which was a lot of people's complaint for Godzilla. This gives you monster a lot of the time. One bad thing, the actors in it, useless. They are useless. And they're pretty good actors. Brie Larson, uh, Tom Hiddleston, John C. Riley. They do a good job, but you could have popped anybody in there. They're, they're just there because they have a name. That's about it. The dialogue kind of falls flat sometimes. Some of the jokes are just pointless. But it's overall, it is it is an entertaining movie. If I had to give it a grade, I'd give it like a like a seventy, you know, a, a low C, a C minus. But it it is a good movie. Go ahead, Les. You're next. It was pretty good. Now, when I say pretty good, doesn't mean bust out the door, guys, and run and go right see now, this movie yeah. <laughs> right now. We've seen. I mean, we've had a lot of Kong movies, King Kong movies. Yeah, Mighty Joe Young. I've I used to get confused Mighty when I was Joe a kid. Young. This movie, there's only one thing I didn't like. Actually, a couple things, but one thing I really didn't like was Samuel L. Jackson's character. Oh, motherfucker. Now, I love me some Samuel L. Jackson. I really Mm do. I don't think he's like a vanguard actor or like some kind of amazing actor, but I do like what he does. I like what he brings to the table. What'll it be, guys? I'll have a scotch on the rocks. I'll have a Samuel Jackson. You know something? I'll have a Samuel Jackson, too. Me three. It's coming right up. Good motherfucking choice. Samuel Jackson. Being painstakingly by me. Samuel L. Jackson. He's had a good career. But I didn't like the fact that his character turned into Captain Ahab within 30 seconds. Yeah, he fucking... An encounter. He was already on the brink of it from the start of the movie, and then he just gets pushed over and he snaps. Let's try to do this without spoilers. Oh, that's right. Sorry, that no, was a spoiler. You, did, you didn't spoil but, it. Okay, maybe it isn't, but for those of you... that in the commercial. Yeah, but for those of you who understand what I'm saying, Captain Ahab had an encounter with Moby Dick. He actually had a face-to-face real encounter that took some time and it became a life obsession. 
Kong does what he things happen in this movie and all of a sudden he's just like we gotta kill him we gotta kill it kill it kill 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 how about let's get out of here how about we get away first then kill everything I much I would be more afraid for my life than killing anything in the first place I'd be like we need to leave this be right now you need to we need to get the hell out of Dodge I don't care what your priorities are around here but I'm leaving other than that John C. Riley was great Tom Hiddleston was really good I, I thought his character was good. I would give it maybe a 75, maybe an 80 oh, as, a, as a rating. A letter score, so I'd give it a, a B-. minus. But I, there was a stretch where there was no Kong. Yeah, and that, that got a little rough. I was like, okay, there's no Kong. I mean, other than that, everything else kind of flowed. It was a little herky-jerky here and there. Went a couple places. There was some spots where you're like, okay, that shouldn't happen. It's a monster movie, so you got to take some things with the tiniest grain of salt so i would still tell people they should go see it just to be able to get the uh get the notch on their belt because there's going to be other movies coming as far as this goes and Mm -hmm. i okay so both of you guys so you guys both recommend it yes i recommend it with you just gave it with a side eye it's a b but it is with a grain of salt I recommend it with a grain of Lowry salt. Gonna, That'll make it taste better. Lowry salt. I'm not going to get you seasoning on this motherfucker. I'm not going to get you off the hook here. Because you guys did this shit with Assassin's Creed. So I'm not letting this happen. All right. Yeah, and, okay. 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 All right. First, you fucking say it's a B. And then you say you wouldn't recommend it. Okay. For, okay. I'm, I'm going to leave that. So it's my turn to fucking talk about Go it. Go ahead. Kong. Or, or my the way I call it now is fucking Dong. Because... This movie was dog shit. And let me tell you why it was dog shit. Because you had the opportunity to make a fucking amazing movie. Boo is completely right. Every time Kong is on screen, it's amazing. He looks amazing. The intro scene that they actually go to the island is one of the coolest CGI fucking action things I've ever seen. It's like a mix of Apocalypse Now and King Kong. It's amazing. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Then, after this shit goes down, it seemed like people didn't give a shit that they're on an island with gigantic, crazy-ass fucking animals ruling. Wouldn't you be a little bit more scared? Okay, I'll give you that. It's a movie. Whatever. Samuel Jackson now, he's the same guy in every fucking movie. And if Quentin Tarantino isn't directing a movie that Samuel Jackson is, is in, then it's he's a detriment to the movie. All he does is bitch and complain, says motherfucker, bitch ass. I told you this motherfucker was klepto. Motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> All kinds of motherfuckers. 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 Fuck you, motherfucker. These motherfuckers don't do shit, motherfucker. Motherfucker. Oh, motherfucker. We're gonna eat piss drinking, motherfucker. God damn you, motherfucker. 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 This motherfucker. Or he says something that's, you know, makes people chuckle. Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody strap in. About to open some fucking windows. <laughs> it, 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 it's just the same fucking guy in every movie. There was no reason for him to be in this fucking movie. And if you're gonna have Hiddleston, who just won Best Golden Globe Award for The Night Manager, mm-hmm. and then you have an Academy Award winning actress, Brie Larson. That's right, she in didn't a win an film, Award. Why wouldn't you give them screen time with the fucking Kong? More than it was in, or the dialogue, or the jokes didn't hit. It just wasn't good. I told Boo right after the movie, it's not enough anymore to have special effects 
Those days are done. It's 2017. We've gotten the Transformers. Did you notice when we first saw the Transformers, we all shit ourselves? Yeah. Because how cool it looked? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now we're going, oh, wait a minute. I need a good movie, you too. You need a good movie. It's not enough anymore. Dude, Gareth Edwards made a good movie in Godzilla. Mm-hmm. It wasn't fantastic, but it was good. And it got me excited. And I'm like, oh, cool. Kong is going to be good. And then the next one is going to be even better. And the next one, now, two steps forward, one step back with this. The CGI was amazing. Is it worth going to see? at Sunday at $5. When you're in a movie and you know there's going to be a credit scene. In credit scene. And credit scene. And only four people in the theater stay when the show is sold out. Us four? Us four, maybe two more. So we got six. That means that people wanted out of that fucking theater. Their jokes, people weren't laughing. John C. Riley was great, but it felt really weird when he was doing his jokes. The editing was off. You even said that to me. Yeah, there was some cuts where you're like, uh, whoa, what? Okay, just go it with it. It felt like to me that they were just trying to fucking pile up a quick film to get it out there because, fuck, man, we have to do the next Godzilla coming up. In 2020, we're doing Godzilla versus Kong. To me... Yeah, they're backed up against the clock. Back, yeah, yeah, so the direction was poor. The writing was poor. Special effects were great. That's it. That's my take. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, you're not wrong. Well, thank you, boo. That's why you're my co-pilot. Yeah. That is why you're the co-pilot. You're not wrong. For me now, it takes more than special effects. Because all these movies now have great special effects. Like, Avatar came in, changed the game for 3D. And it's like, oh my god, holy shit, we haven't seen a movie like this. That's unbelievable. If Avatar came out now, it'd be a fucking joke. It wouldn't make a billion dollars. It wouldn't make $200 million. No. No, not at all. It, it It was a gimmick, and it worked. And it was cool to watch in the theater. I'm not, I'm not going to say it wasn't cool. But these movies have to step their game up. They have to get directors that know how to direct. They have to get writers that can fucking put four sentences together <laughs> without putting a stupid joke in there. Not everything has to be a Marvel film. I mean, look at Thor 2. It was a fucking joke because the whole movie was a joke. Mm-hmm. Every, five minute, every five seconds, there was a stupid little one-liner, right? Yeah, exactly. Just make better movies, people. Just you, you, you have the special effects down. Kong was looked amazing. No, I'm, I'm going on what's to come. Cause what I, while I was watching this movie for myself, all I'm thinking is, okay, they're gonna tie this into Pacific Rim at some point. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking Kong is either gonna be battling against these guys, against the Jaegers. That would be cool. And then I'm thinking, oh my, wait a minute, Godzilla's supposed to be a part of all this. So for me. And you know what? People don't go see the movie based on what's to come. Go see the movie because you want to see it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, from my eyeballs, that helped me out a lot. Okay. So the movie was... Granted, yeah, it, there could have been some more stuff done. Um, I didn't like the placement of Corey Hawkins, who... When I'm in the theater and people are going, Dr. Dre! Because people knows he's, know he's Dr. Dre. And then when they see <laughs> the other guy who played Eazy-E in it, and they're like, Easy, And I'm like, uh... They here's, just, here's another thing. I they thought, just stuffed these guys in this movie. They had too many characters. And then they wanted you to feel bad when some of the characters passed away. And that too. And, and I, almost, I almost didn't even want to bring that up. But yeah, they did have too many characters. What I did like was that the characters all noticed. The majority characters noticed other than Sam Jackson's character. They all noticed... We're not supposed to be here. That's true. We don't belong. That's we true. don't belong I here. That. I give you that. We're not. We shouldn't even be touching what's going on around mm-hmm. here. We need to get out of here. Yeah. They were. They were 100 percent willing to just and even and never. Talk uh, there was about another it character again. who's like, "I'm giving up." Like, and the, all that stuff. 
Go ahead. To me, the worst part was when Sam Jackson looked at Kong and said, What's in your wallet? I fucking hated it. Nah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, no, didn't, didn't he hold up an AK-47 and say, When you absolutely, positively had to kill every motherfucker in the room, except no substitutes? <laughs> hey, okay, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Les, wasn't it that far off from that? Did he not fucking hold the AK up to but that's from Jackie Brown, which I know, is I know from Jackie Brown, but was, I know. it wasn't that far off. It wasn't that far off. He's like that in every fucking movie, man. Okay, so he needs to have Tarantino behind him, and then he also needs to have an eye patch, and he'll be okay. Yeah, I there patch. you go. If Tar- you know why he does well with Tarantino? Because Tarantino writes his fucking words. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. directs them in a way that he shines. Yeah. In any other movie, it's just fucking. Oh. He well, was, except for Unbreakable. I'll give you a break. But military Sam Jackson is not a good thing. No, it's not. A no. Good when he's a military, it's not good. But if he's other... And you know what? Which is weird because Hateful Eight, he's a Civil War soldier. Yeah. And he's great. He was great. But he's great. But you're right. He's because Tarantino, Tarantino wrote film. the dialogue and that's fine. And if you're going to... You ripped off a fucking... Oh, my God. You ripped off Apocalypse Now in this Kong movie maybe 50 times. Yes. Yes, they did. To a point where Les, what was, what was the character's name? Oh, Joseph Conrad. Joseph Conrad. Yeah, well, that's Hiddleston's character. When he said I'm like, wait, that's the guy who wrote Heart of Darkness. That's right. And I'm like, are they, what are they Darkness, trying to say? The movie Apocalypse Now is loosely based on Heart of Darkness. That's so we awesome. spent way too much time on fucking Kong. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. All right, let's get into some Marvel. Entertainment Weekly showed us that Thor has a nice cool new haircut. Yeah. Yes, he does. Now, photos from EW show our favorite God of Thunder ready for battle in his third solo movie. Mm-hmm. This time, wielding two swords yep. instead of his trusty hammer. Mm-hmm. Okay, standing alongside him are Kate Blanchett, Hela, Ragnarok's main antagonist, and Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie. So, you're saying that Kate Blanchett's going to be the villain in this one? Yes, yes. Kate Blanchett she's, plays Hela. Yeah, she's the one who brings Ragnarok oh. to Asgard. Asgard, thank you. That's Asgard. right. Now, she's bringing the end of the world to Asgard. She basically, it's the final battle. Yes. It's supposed to be the That's final so battle. Great. She's fantastic. And oh, she's a great actress, yeah. Thor's supposed to lead the, the lead Asgard against the final battle. Yep. Okay. That's great. And he looks badass. I think he yeah. He does, but yep. this is supposed to be Thor the Unworthy. Yes. So he's supposed to be been stripped of being able to wield Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. So right. he has to become a warrior and fight his way back. And also, also, this is, the way I see it, this is prison Thor. Where That's you, right. you get chucked in the prison, what do they do? Yes. They hose you down, they give you the uh, the that white powder stuff, and they buzz cut you. He's a prisoner in this movie. He's a gladiator. So, so, so when people are complaining, like, what the hell happened? You got to remember, he's not flying around like a free man. No, oh yeah, no, 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 he's knocked down a couple pegs. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's they've... a he's a jailed subject. Yeah, so this is not a this is not a a free. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go fight. You know, yay, Thor. No, 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 no. This guy's this guy's been beaten well, out a bit. You guys, both of you guys, must be really excited that Hulk's oh, gonna be in this bad boy. Oh my god, you have right. no idea. I can't. Yeah, I, I really can't. And they're wait gonna for fight this. each other. I just wish he did have the hammer, so it would be the end all be all fight, but. The swords I'll take. That's fine. And the Hulk's going to fuck him up. And, and on this, uh, the EW report said that Jeff Goldblum is going to be the Grandmaster in this. Hi, I'm Jeff Goldblum. Uh, guess what I'm selling? Wrong again. Jeff Goldblum wafers. The only cracker that talks when you put it in your mouth. Now, each cracker looks like a tiny Jeff Goldblum, and it makes scintillating conversation. Where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, buy Jeff Goldblum wafers. Or don't, but uh, I would prefer it if you did. Although, let's face it, one can't 
always get what one desires. Still, that's no reason not to try. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, I've seen pictures of him. Huh. Yeah. He looks kind of weird, but... It looks kind of weird, but... It's Jeff Goldblum. It looks like yeah. it flows with what Thor looks like, kind of. That color scheme. Yeah, it does, yeah. The whole movie's going to be very colorful, it looks like, right? Well, it always is. Thor movies are pretty yeah, that's true. epic yeah, that's as far as color goes. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, Asgard looks fantastic every time. Yeah, I mean, they're getting some great actors and great actresses in well, this thing. I, I, I'm of the mind that Kate Blanchett is beautiful. She is beautiful. Yeah. You don't even have to be in the mind. Is she? Yeah, no, she's a very, very pretty lady. She so. is. Yeah, seeing the pictures, I'm like, wow, she looks. Oh, I didn't get to see the picture of her. Oh, she looks amazing. Oh, that's awesome. She yeah, looks. She, she looks. She is pretty dark, and she looks amazing. Like I like that look for her. Mm, yeah. So he's gonna have to pull. I, me and Boo were talking. I, I didn't talk to you about this, but and you guys know the actual storyline a little bit better because they're gonna take storylines from a bunch of different ones, right? Yeah. Right. Because they can't make it exactly work. Exactly. So will Hulk at the very last minute before he does the last punch to kill him? Pretty much. Pretty much stop like the gladiator did, and you know how he drops a sword. I think he's in defiance. I think yeah. you're gonna get. I think what we're like, I keep saying I think I think what we should get is no thinking on this Hulk show. has <laughs> finally mastered everything. So he's finally able, instead of doing the Doc himself. Samson treatment in the comic books oh, yeah. where Doc Samson helped him go through all the different multiple personalities and mm-hmm. mold everything together. I think this one he's just gonna be able to meld it together. Yeah, where he's Bruce Banner yeah. in the whole Which form. is what we were supposed to get yeah. after Ed Norton's mm-hmm. yeah, at the end see, of Ed Norton's see at the end yes. he's able to he he he, he uh, triggers it himself, but we'll we'll move on. We'll die. One can wonder, yeah. Anyway, but I think we'll get that and I think what'll happen is they're he'll be thrust in the arena. Hulk has been fighting this whole time on the this planet. Time. That's yeah, that's where he's, he's been, been going at it this whole time and exactly. he's gotten to a point where he's a fan favorite and this is and just helps winner. him and he's always winning and this just keeps him satiate, uh the best like his beast mm-hmm. part of him mm-hmm. keeps that satisfied. And then Thor's going to get chucked in there like Carlos said he's going to get knocked down a peg, right. buzz cut. They're going to go mano mano. They're going to yes. do just like they did to Maximus in right. Gladiator. Yeah. Yep. Strip you of everything, mm-hmm. and then throw him in there. The fight will start, and then Hulk will look and be like, "Wait a minute, will this, he say, do I not this is are you not entertained? Are you not entertained?" Will he say that? I don't know, but he'll. I think he's ah! going to recognize Thor before he even touches him. Oh yeah, he'll I, I'm going to assume. I'm going to go ahead and call that he recognizes him, and then. They turn around and go after everyone together. I won't even think they're going to throw punches. Oh get- no, no, but they have to fight each other. That has to happen. Yeah, that will happen. But then you're going to get the buddy film, right? That they're talking about. Yeah. No. See. See. They're they're going to orchestrate. They're they're, they're going to fight each other. Then from there, they're going to orchestrate their escape. And Thor is going to say, "I need your help," because like uh, like Les said, he is the unworthy. He is he's still Thor, but he's not the god of thunder anymore. Gotcha. So he's going to need the Hulk's help in order to stop. Uh, Ragnarok from happening, or not stop it from happening, but um, to defend it off. To defend it he's off, he's supposed yes. to just keep fending it off. Exactly. Yeah. So he's going to need his help. Uh, that that that's where the buddy card, the buddy part comes in, Crazy. where they where they're going to fight uh, against the bad together. Okay. Yeah. You guys more excited about this than Infinity War? No. I can't say that because okay. because it's it's okay. it's it's the it's the amalgamation of everything that we've been seeing. That's going to be incredible, but. Yeah, if it, this is the most excited I've been for a Marvel movie, not in a long time, but where I'm just like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. How about you, Les? Well, for me, I'd have to wait and see the the trailer, like the first teaser for Infinity War. Oh, yes. but 
that'll get me going. I kind of want to see what they're going to do with Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as this goes, I'm pretty excited. Maybe not more for, maybe not more than, but I am very excited because I would imagine you guys. Oh no! Well, because you're gonna get. I, I gotta sit between you two. Yeah, yeah. You make do. sure you don't eat any raisinets or anything. Oh no! I won't <laughs> yeah, you do that, that less, and I'll fuck you up. You will with the Hulk and Thor fighting in yeah, the theater. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna fucking do. It. We're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, get out of the movie theater. I'll battle. fuck you up. You don't ruin no, this for me. Um, back to what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm really excited because it do, it's going to take from all these different parts of Thor's and Hulk's mm-hmm. timelines. So you're going to get World War Hulk. You're going yes. to get oh the disgraced God. Thor trying to regain everything. You're going to get Hela, who is always constantly trying She's to... She's hella cool, man. That's <laughs> right, man. Hella, hella. hella. <laughs> She's always trying to either take Thor as her number one Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. She's always trying to get him, mm-hmm. or she's always just trying to bring Hellfire down on Asgard. Yep. Always, that's like her thing. It's either I want your soul, Thor, or I want to destroy everything. Uh, I can't wait for just this to come. But we still got other movies to get to before that even hits us. What Infinity War? No. Before oh. even Ragnarok comes. Well, we got this. This is a good segue. That's right. The question oh. that I'm, I, what I want from Infinity War is to have not only all the cinematic characters in, I want the TV Netflix characters in. So, Ooh. here's a segue. The Iron Fist is coming out soon. St. Patty's Day. Yes. It's and awesome. we have a new trailer. And I want to ask you a question after I play the trailer, which is I kind of, I kind of find interesting in this whole comic book world. Okay, okay. And how people... Well, uh, let me play the trailer for you first. Here it is. Iron Fist. Hi, I'm Danny Rand. I've uh, been away a long time. Let's go. You don't belong here. I, I'm Danny Rand. Guys, I just want to talk. I left here 10 years old in a jet with my parents. I became the lone survivor. Danny Rand, back from the dead. Why has he waited this long to show up? How the hell did he learn martial arts? Where'd you train? Kunlun. My father instilled in me a love and respect for this company that has never faded. This is my home. Rand is my company. This city is no place for Danny Rand. We put in practice and no giving up, no giving in. We're Danny, what happened to you? Why are you really back here? Some bad people have gotten on the inside. Criminals. I know what they are, what they can do. To fight them, we need someone with special skills. I've been training my whole life for this. This is my destiny. The change is coming, Danny. Become what you were meant to be. I am the Iron Fist. What the hell does that mean? Right, there was your Iron Fist trailer, which is... Let me tell you, it looks really cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marvel and Netflix, you know what you're doing. You're doing it good. Yep. Now, question that I have for both of you. Why is it okay for comic book companies to 
copy each other. Now, when I looked at this trailer, the character in the trailer, I noticed that the storyline is almost identical to Green Arrow. You have this young guy gets abandoned on a plane crash. You know, the Arrow, I guess it was a boat, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gets on an island. He's like in the mountains or something, Iron Fist. They both learn some kind of skill trade. It also sounds like Batman to me, by the way. Yeah. And they, they come back to their home city, find out their city has gone to shit, find out that their companies, that their families used to own, has gone to shit and somebody evil has taken them over. Now it's time for him to take back the company and fix the city that he was in. Why is it okay for them to rip off each other and people really don't make us think about it? Go ahead, either one of you, Boo. Okay, let's go first. I can try to answer this. What happens is a lot of the characters that are created, they're derived and they have variations. A lot Mm -hmm. of characters have somewhat similar origins. Yes. Somewhat similar backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Like I think I said in the last episode I was on, Everyone's a billionaire something. Everyone's either a scientist. Everyone's a physicist. Something happens to them or they're able to Everyone have is, something happen to them as far as making their gear or an experiment yes, exactly. gone wrong. It, it, or almost like all that. of them are. So it, I think it's just the rule of the lay of the land. I think it's the lay of the land because there are all kinds of blatant ripoffs. Yes. Thanos is a blatant ripoff of Darkseid. Absolutely. Right. The X-Men are almost, look the almost always compared to a DC comic called Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Which Moon Knight is a ripoff of Batman. It, like somewhat. Oh, and and that's complete. the thing. So if you can tweak a right. thing here or there, okay. and it's okay, you, you can you can put that character out there. It's just there's a few that are just you know that's a ripoff. I think it's an integrity thing mm-hmm. where they'll say, I won't do this. So you can't rip off Spider-Man. Like, you really can't do it. Yeah, that's, if, yeah, that's if DC comes out with someone who has the ability to stick to walls and create, There's and has like Iron arachnid, Man, yeah. you know, arachnid type powers, you're going to be like, come on, you stole that. You, mm-hmm. you blatantly stole that. But anyone can be a trust fund baby who has yeah. lost it all or is going to lose it. But are we getting tired of the same old story coming back? I think. Obviously, they're not. I think people aren't getting tired of that story, but people will. I think at some point it's going to be like, okay, we don't need this more. Uh, something just different, and like you said, special effects just don't make it anymore. You got to have a good story. Yeah, even with comic books, you got to have a good angle now. So you got to be able to bring certain characters to life. I just think that Iron Fist makes sense because of the fact they're doing the street heroes. Mm-hmm. So Netflix has the street level heroes. And that's what they're known as. Uh, the defenders are known as their heroes that fight in the alleys. Yeah. So Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, they're street level heroes. Question for you: How how recent is, is Jessica Jones in the la- new character in the last Ooh. twenty years? I years? think you know? I yeah. think so. Yeah. That seems like a new character. To yeah, you know, she yeah, is. She is pretty new, right? And then here's the thing, and, I, fresh, and it's a fresh story. I I, I love it. Right. Yeah. And, and I've even confused her with Jessica. Drew, Drew, that's right. Who is yeah. Spider Woman? Yeah, we, yeah we, when I first saw that, I was like, "Is that Jessica Drew?" And then it says Jones. I was like, "Yes." Oh, and then you realize, okay. no, she's like Hellcat, and you see, there's a pattern there too because she was part of Alias Investigations, yes, which is just like Heroes for Hire, mm-hmm. which was Luke Cage and Iron Fist, yeah. or Power Man and Iron Fist. There you go. Back in the day when Luke Cage had a fro and a tiara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was discoed out. Thing, so, yeah. <laughs> Luke Cage pretty goddamn original, too. No, he's as original as I think I'm losing kid. my voice as we go, by yeah, the way. Yeah, you are. Yeah. We're, we're, guys, we're going to lose a Raj in about another 30 it's, minutes. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to turn into a whisper. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay. What I want to see is just new, fresh stories. And, and not that Iron Fist is not going to be amazing. It probably is. And maybe I'm totally wrong about Iron Fist. I don't know much I don't know much about Iron Fist, but the Netflix shows have actually been pretty original to me. Yeah, they have. But take a I mean, really take a look at what you've seen on the screen, small or big. Hank Pym in Ant Man is a genius. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark is a genius. Mm-hmm. Batman is a genius in every way. Uh, Reed Richards, Victor Von Doom. One of the smartest. You're, you're looking the at all these, and they're all positive. Bruce Banner. Well, the, I get it because being a genius for superheroes is a crutch. You, you can't, well, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's onto something. You yeah, can't no. produce the things that you need to become the superhero. By being or some Joe Schmo. you can't fuck something up that makes you the superhero unless you are a genius and something bad went wrong with your experiment or. You can't put things together to build things, kind of like Iron Man. You have to be a genius in most of these cases. Yes, you also have to understand. See, this this was going to be my point. You have to look at these things from a financial standpoint. DC has Superman. Superman is famous. He's great. Makes a ton of money. So what Marvel tries to do is create characters that are basically him, but not him. You know why? Because it makes money. Well, yeah, yeah, no, but but like but that. like there's there's Superman. And then in Marvel, there's uh, the Sentry. Basically, the same fucking person. I could give you, like, another two. That, that is true, The same yes. person. So uh, there's Batman. Then there's Moon Knight on the other side. Yeah. Basically, the same fucking person because it makes money. But uh, you're making my point. What I'm saying is how come people don't say something about that? Not not the, not DC or Marvel, but fans. Go away. This is a big ripoff. We're not Because fans it. can... That's the beauty of it all. There's so much diversity so much similar diversity <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that people whoa. can grab onto something because you can also posit Iron Man is a version of Batman in a way that yes. he's a billionaire oh, genius yeah. who turns his uh, company into a full on R&D to make his suits to fight crime mm. did you say R&B? R&D research and development rhythm and blues, rhythm and blues uh, yeah. anyway all of it makes money it's just easy for me to say, okay, I don't like Batman because of X, but I like Iron Man because of y. A. Or, yeah, because of Y. I don't like the Sentry because the Sentry is Superman. Yeah, he's Marvel, basically Superman. But he's psycho. But, yeah, but he's but got, thing is, he's he's got mental insane, issues. Yeah. So he, and if he loses it, it's is the end willing of the world. to do what Superman won't do, which is have a switch flip and then obliterate a, a country. And then everywhere. Moon Knight, same thing. And Moon Knight is just. Kill, yeah. And then Moon Knight's whole thing. So Batman had his epiphany with bats and he's upset. He became slight obsession with it. Yeah. Whereas slight. Moon Knight is obsessed with blood sacrifices yes. to conscience. need you to tell us who Moon Knight is. <laughs> and this is my last appearance on a Sith list. Thank yeah. you, everybody. I will gracefully bow out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to go out on top of my game here. <laughs> Toodaloo, yeah. All right. Yeah, we we have a new trailer for Wonder Woman. Yes, we do. And Wonder Woman, the great female superhero. By the way, we're going to do a Minutes with the Misses. Uh, we're going to do it this episode. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear that shortly. But let's talk a little Wonder Woman. They dropped a new trailer for the Teen Choice Awards. And it was pretty fucking cool, man. I really loved it. And it's, It was good. Yeah, and we're going to play it for you because it's podcast friendly. Meaning, like, it's not all visuals. What did you think? you see it, Les? I saw it. I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked shots of uh, Themyscira and then mm-hmm. her doing her, like, training. Yeah, and badass. Her, the Amazon... That whole thing is just like seeing Asgard. Mm-hmm. When we yeah, first yeah, saw yeah. Asgard, mm-hmm. yeah, right. it's just like seeing that. 
very epic, nice, big shots. You know, I like that part. Yeah. Boo, you like it? Yeah, yeah, I did. One thing that I liked was uh, the sharp contrast from her being on Themyscira, where it's nice and beautiful. There's the breeze. There's the, the big blue ocean, the big blue sky. And then she goes to the rest of the world. It's a dark fucking place. Yeah, oh, it is, oh, yeah. is hell. So, so, you, so I, I like how they give the really sharp contrast of, look at this. She's in paradise. This is fantastic. And then she goes straight to the, to the shithole of hell. And I yeah. love how it's a period piece. It re- re- yeah. It's really reminding me of Civil uh, not Civil War. Of, uh, like, First, First Avenger. First Avenger. That's right. Yeah. Captain America, First Avenger. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, crossing fingers it's that good yeah because that's my favorite maybe Marvel movie maybe maybe Crappy Kong tried to do that whole formula too it was supposed to be a period piece they oh by the way (laughs) let's go back to that just real quick Uh Crappy Kong no 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 (laughs) and Minutes with the Misses we're gonna talk a little Kong with with Lorena as well okay but I did like the music oh that's great and I did like that it was set during Vietnam okay the end of Vietnam yeah so back to back to Wonder Woman so here you go here (laughs) is the trailer for Wonder Woman. The gods gave us many gifts. One day you'll know them all. This is where we keep them. It's beautiful. Who would wield it? Only the fiercest among us even could. And that is not you, Diana. You will train her harder than any Amazon before her. Five times harder. Ten times harder. Never let your guard down. You expect the battle to be fair. Until she is better than even you. But she must never know the truth about what she is. sacred duty to defend the world. Whoever you are, you are in more danger than you think. Be careful, Diana. If no one else will defend the world, then I must. Welcome to jolly old London. It's hideous. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Stay back. Or maybe not. Is there anything else you want to show me? Themyscira, daughter of Hippolyta. In the name of all that is good, your wrath upon this world is over. Yep, that's not gonna work. Please put the sword down. It doesn't go with the outfit. At all. You're on the sit list. Nah, after that's the intro. Wonder Woman yeah. intro, right? Great music. So, if you haven't seen the trailer, definitely watch it. I know you just listened to it. It was very visual and is beautiful looking, and it looks like it's going to be a ride. So, it looks like it's going to be a fun ride. Yep. Gal Gadot looks great, and Chris Pine, those eyes. Dreamy blue, <laughs> those eyes. Dreamy blue dreamy. eyes. You'll see a lot of that in the Wonder Woman. What's it called? Wonder Woman First Amazon or what? Nah. <laughs> Ha. Wonder Woman, the first Amazon. The first Amazon. Amazon. All right, so now we're going to get into our more very popular Minutes with the Misses segment. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, 
We want to thank the Rogue One podcast once again. There you go. Good shade ching in it. Uh, for actually having me and my wife, Lorena. That is right. Dola Chahi on their show because they had us on there and we did a newlywed a dating newlywed game and it was amazing time. It was epic. Fun time. I got roasted like you a got, champion. Yeah, yeah, you were a train wreck. You got knocked the fuck out, man. All right. But she did very well. It was a great time. We had a, we enjoyed ourselves and we want to thank them once what, again. What was her minor in college again? Anthropology. There you go. I can answer all the questions He's now, never going to forget you, that you shit now. <laughs> I know what car she drove. I know everything. Oh. Check that out if you haven't yet. The yeah. Rogue One episode 41? Maybe? I'm pretty sure it's 41, yeah. There it is again. It's time for Minutes with the Misses, starring your favorite Misses, Lorena Arguello Dolachahi, the brother, Carlos Burguello, and the Mr. Raj Dolachahi. All right. How are you, Lorena Arguello Dola Shahi? All three in one. Doing good. <laughs> Doing good. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. This is this was a big success. Yes, people loved it. Good. Yeah, I'm people glad. are clamoring for more Lorena. They have a hankering. Yes. A hankering. Especially after. I wouldn't last... want you to get jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after last week's debauchery of one me on the show that Rogue was one. a rough one for you but a great time for me debauchery is the word yeah you and heard i think it, people right? enjoyed it I, so I, much i skipped some portions let's put it that way yeah oh you felt bad for me <laughs> oh you <laughs> skipped some portions <laughs> some portions yeah, yeah. I, I, feel, I did feel bad for you yeah she she kind of uh yes those are things that she has said to you but for <sighs> you to catalog those things and then to bring them back later that's a bit rough not only that but plus your questions were fucking easy man <laughs> well i thought that was what we were going for not, I wasn't going to bury her on podcast radio, especially that crazy vast audience that Rogue One has. But <laughs> she took the chance she took the, fucking she railroaded, took it railroaded you. It, yeah. Instructions per Johnny Grosso was to come up with 10 questions that we did not think the other person knew about us. So I did my homework. So you did it wrong, Rush. Yeah. Yeah, I did it wrong. Fuck. That's okay. Yeah, I, I didn't even know your minor. But it was, yeah. Exactly. I, I, knew, I knew you had one, and it, it made sense. And I, I, I know I, I, had, I had heard it before. All these things I had heard before. Like, I, I think I, I would have passed. I think I would have gotten, like, seven of them. Interesting. Yeah, that's. it would be good to see how many you would have yeah. gotten. But yeah. let's look at this glass half full. Now, but, but, but you would have gotten more than four. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, I would have gotten more than four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the I've main, known you just that's a the skosh longer. Just a smidgen longer, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at this at last half full. <laughs> now at least I know all those things, right? Yeah. We're, we, we've come closer together since look the at show. That. Yeah, have, I think that's great. We have a bigger great. bond. <laughs> stronger bond. Yeah. I'm so glad that after that whole debacle that made you look bad, that you're thinking that this brought us so much closer <laughs> together. Pissed, yeah. I know. I think that's wonderful. Okay, let's we move on this to more often. <laughs> I feel the same thing happening again. So let's, let's move on to Minutes with the Misses. We don't want to roast you anymore. No, okay. no. So this week, I, I got a, a couple questions here for you. Okay. Now, we went and saw Kong. We obviously, me, less and Boo talked about Kong earlier. Yes, we did. What's your take on this big, hairy monster? 
Not me, by the way. Kong. Oh, God. <laughs> You're being Persian that that is understandable, that that would be the case. I manscape. You do. I'm not you lie. Quite a bit of manscaping. Yeah. Quite. I wish you kept like some I'm, of the hair it's not a like bit I'm more. crazy hairy. I'm not like... No. Yeah, no, no. But I, I see, would see. like some more chest hair. See, yeah, I think you should leave a little bit more there. Not quite how much my brother has, because that's out of control. Oh, come well, yeah. on. Boo, uh, yeah, Boo has a whole force. Have you oh, seen Austin yeah. Powers? Yeah. I put him to shame. Yeah, Boo's... So somewhere in between... I've the same way too when you scratch it i purr the same way he's still single so that explains it yeah. <laughs> it's always he's still single yeah. yeah that's funny okay so what did you think about kong well i'm not a fan oh, okay wait hold on let me let me rewind this and that's that that sums it all up yeah well fuck you're not a fan of kong the character in other movies or you're not a fan of this film what do you mean you're not a fan? Are you were you excited to go see this film at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was, and I've enjoyed um, past films about King Kong. Yeah. It sounds a little strange when people say Kong only, but yeah, 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 yeah. From now on, he'll be King Kong. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I I've enjoyed past ones. I did not enjoy this past movie. It was entertaining overall enough to I think be there with some like yummy popcorn. But yeah, I don't think <laughs> walking out of there that I was like, yeah, that was a good movie. No. Okay. No. Okay. All right. We won't dive in too deep into it just because we did it already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You not sure if I have it. much more to say. Yeah, no, I wouldn't recommend okay. it. Okay. I want to go back to your childhood. All those things that I didn't know about you. <laughs> you you <laughs> really want to go back? He's right. ultra curious. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't get butchered enough. No, no, no. But I, I do want to know about who you looked up to as a kid. Not, I'm, I'm talking about in television, in superheroes, in cartoons. We know you're a Ninja Turtle fan. Obviously, I didn't know that, but we know now you're a Ninja Turtle fan. <laughs> But was there a female character, Wonder Woman, Princess Leia, even um, Padme, your era, kind Mm -hmm. of? Mm -hmm. So was there a superhero or a female character that when you were a kid, you really looked up to? No. (laughs) Jesus. Well, guys, that's been Menace with the Misses, and we're done. Put on that uh, outro music. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, so no. Now, this is interesting. Is it no because there wasn't many options out there at the time which there wasn't really very many options now you have the your favorite Jenner so you have you know Ray <laughs> you you still had General Leia you have Wonder Woman coming back female superhero characters and female action characters are probably at a all time high so going back to your childhood is it because there was the options weren't there is that why you're saying no or just you just didn't give a shit Uh, Well, you know, I think you're right that the options weren't there as much. Um, But I do remember enjoying those female characters. But I don't know if those female characters necessarily spoke to me like, oh, wow, you know, this is inspiring. And this is like a wonderful woman role model that I need to follow. Like, I never felt that way. I was like, oh, that's a great character. Just like I would have enjoyed a male character. I don't think I was ever really moved by any of these female characters. You didn't latch on to anybody. No. Yeah. I, I, I like that there are more female characters now. And I like that there's so much more support and backing behind them that they are are really inspiring and good role models for girls because I feel like girls these days really need it with mm-hmm. the other side of examples of, uh, you know, other just not good female yeah. role models and yeah. examples. So I'm glad that there are good ones. But yeah, I don't remember really latching on to any superhero or like movie characters. But Boo and I were talking about this um, 
a little bit ago about how in my bedroom wall in high school, I used to have Rosie the Riveter, a Rosie the River uh, poster mm-hmm. that I had up. And I had it up there, what, boo, like all high school? Maybe yeah, even junior I, high at some point? Yeah, I, I, I don't remember when you put it up, but it, I think when you took it down is when you uh, was it went off to college yeah. for a long time. Yeah, it was up yeah. there for a long time. And so that... That I really, I, I saw her as a great female role model. That mm-hmm. really spoke that, to me. That's very cool. Yeah. So I don't know if it was ever TV and film, but then I guess on the other hand, like I'm not as much into TV and film as you are. I yes. think maybe more so now. You because, are now. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, it's such a huge interest of yours and I enjoy it now. But when you and I met, I, I didn't even watch TV. <laughs> right. And so, and I did as a kid for sure. But yeah, so I think that Rose the Riveter for me was, was, oh, a really, really huge role model, someone I really looked up to, and yeah, I, okay, yeah, I really liked mm. her. Now, question is: now that you do watch tons of TV and you do go see those movies with me, how, as a therapist and dealing with children, especially females, girls, how important is it now to have Ray, to have uh, Jin Erso, to have them as the lead in a blockbuster kids movie. I obviously know it's important, but what does that mean to a little seven-year-old girl that's going through problems at home or eight-year-old girl, nine-year-old, ten-year-old girl in that demographics? Is it a huge thing or are we just playing too much, playing this thing too much? I don't know. I don't know. I I know that these girls are watching these movies um, and it has to have a positive impact on them. I personally, as a therapist, see um, more tweens and adolescent girls I I think grasping on more to these um, pop artists Hmm. that um, that you know and sometimes are really great role models and so they talk a lot about their mental health issues or Mm -hmm. they just kind of represent lots of really good things so I think that's something that they talk about often or even these college girls uh, which I see a lot of they talk a lot about Beyonce and that I have to completely agree. So when we saw Beyonce in New York, she had this like very, very strong show where she had Maya Angelou's different quotes and she was inspiring so much. So where I walked out of there feeling like a way better woman. Wait a minute. She actually sang music. Yeah. And you shouldn't you shouldn't pretend like you didn't listen to her music because you know the dance moves. He was. Yeah. Oh, he was, no. yeah he's all no. about Beyonce. I'm not saying that, that I yeah. don't know the dance moves. I'm not saying that I don't know her music. I'm just saying I was mesmerized. I couldn't even tell she was singing. I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in a zone. Yeah. You were definitely in the zone. Yeah. You yeah. So much so that you had to tell me to, to what did you say? Relax. Yeah, yeah, you did need to relax, <laughs> relax a little bit, you, just you, a little bit. You guys got to see a, a see her at Coachella, right? No, we're, we're not there. We're definitely not. She decided just to had get to pregnant. Rub that right with that one right on. I had to return there. my punch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, gosh. I was in the. I was going to be in the uh, splash zone before yeah, water the, broke. The water breaking splash zone. Yeah, that would have been one hell of an ending to a show, though. That would have been all up. I don't even know. I'm not going <laughs> to oh, finish that gosh. sentence. I will not finish that sentence. Okay, so so you're saying they, they levitate more to the pop star, but but this is obviously a great thing. It is a great thing. It can't be bad. Yeah, it's wonderful, and is I'd like too- to see more of like younger girls and how they'll develop from here, mm-hmm. kind of follow them along now that they've had all these wonderful influences to see kind of what the the latter part of it will look like in their lives. Okay, great. I think, uh, as a last note, I think that my dad, most of all, I think telling me that, like, I could be anything I wanted to be, I think that meant 
a lot. So like fathers telling their daughters sure, really yes. positive things. I think that was really huge and not necessarily as much like TV and film. Yeah, right. TV and film should should be secondary Absolutely. Yes. to the parents. <laughs> Ideally, but, uh, that's very you know, true. Unfortunately, in this society, we know that seeing a Princess Leia kick some ass, mm-hmm. right? And I, 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 I've said this on our show a couple of times, especially after Carrie Fisher passed away. When I was watching it, I didn't realize how important she was mm-hmm. for for boys for men for us to see a girl do those things was just unreal and we didn't really think about or dive in too deeply then but now thinking about it now is oh my god what a great role model mm-hmm. and what a great role model in life she was too yeah with, with, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. she was a really cool person so yeah we're, I'm really excited that this new wave of female actresses are coming up strong female actresses f- and great actresses, not just because they look amazing. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't yeah, that's hurt. A good point. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. But just like Wonder Woman, this one looks amazing. Yeah. You know, hopefully it's good. Mm-hmm. But Gal Gadot, she looks great. Yep. And uh, hopefully the message is good and hopefully girls latch on. Yep. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, and I think you're right. I don't know if in the moment I was like, wow, these are wonderful world models. But now as an adult, I can definitely see right. that it was, you know, it's such. A wonderful thing to have them here. And mm-hmm. you know what's crazy is uh, they released a trailer this week for Wonder Woman, the new one, and they released it at the Kids' Choice Awards. And I Aww. thought that kind of oh, weird. Oh, that's yeah. very cool. But it's very cool, right? Yeah, very that is cool. really cool. The little girls can see, the boys can see Wonder yeah. Woman kicking ass and uh, taking notes, which is really cool. Yeah. And hopefully now, like parents, since we're paying attention to it so much, like we can tell these kids, like you really need to pay attention to this. These are really great female role models. This is a really big and wonderful time to be a woman and on and on. <laughs> I don't know if that was necessarily said to us as much no, back sure then. No, yeah. yeah. sure it wasn't. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, this was a good segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. I feel like it got like a little serious. I did. Yeah. Let's, get, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about fart jokes. Yes. Oh, is that what we're going to talk jokes? about, Boo? Do you have any fart jokes? <laughs> I did a tampon joke oh, uh, gosh, on Rogue just... One that really just fucking died. <laughs> Disgusting. I don't know why you thought that that would have really... <laughs> would have resonated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. A tampon joke. Now that we're talking about all this like wonderful girl, girl woman power, yeah, he thought that, things, yeah. but what's wrong with that a tampon be, joke well, would have been appropriate. That's not, I'm not saying anything bad about it. No. It was just a joke. Yeah, I guess it's it was just... just reality. You guys have to use tampons. I get it. Yeah. Is that the joke? That, we got to use more That punchline falls a little soft. Oh, you, don't, you didn't know the joke? <laughs> no. I'm not going to say it. I'll no, tell you please, off the air. Please, yeah. Don't say it again. <laughs> but I guarantee you, you'll laugh. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee you love. <laughs> well, this has been a great little Minutes with the Misses. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Thank, well, thank you. you. Say goodbye, Lorena. Goodbye, Lorena. All right, so that was Minutes with the Misses. We had a good, nice, serious conversation, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Right? What are we going to talk about? How about some comicbook.com cheat sheet? Lobo. So let's do that right now. Lobo is an intergalactic biker bounty hunter in the DC Universe. Although conceived in the early 80s as a parody of anti-heroes like Wolverine and Punisher, the character's popularity unexpectedly took off. Thanks to his professed enjoyment of mindless violence, he's been a mainstay in the comics ever since, and here's everything you need to know about the Bastage. Let's start with his name. Lobo roughly translates into he who devours your entrails and thoroughly enjoys it. Lobo is part of a race known as Zarnians, and he's the last one. That's because 
because Lobo killed everyone else on his planet Zarnia solely for the sake of being unique. His powers and abilities are vast, even greater than some of the most powerful heroes in the DC Universe. In fact, Lobo possesses strength and speed on par with Superman as they have gone toe-to-toe -to -toe before. Lobo can also regenerate at such a rate that he can reform from a pool of his own blood. Lobo can speak 17,897 different interplanetary languages and has perfected his tracking abilities. If he has met a victim once, he can trace him anywhere in the galaxy. In the 1991 comic book special Lobo Paramilitary Christmas, Lobo is hired by an intoxicated Easter Bunny to kill Santa Claus. So what does Lobo do? He decapitates Santa and executes Rudolph. Happy holidays. It's hard to believe that a violent drunk like Lobo could love something as adorable as space dolphins, but he does. He loves space dolphins so much it's clouded his judgment on occasions. Once, he even ceased fighting Aquaman solely because Aquaman is a fellow dolphin lover. Speaking of Lobo's fondness for animals, Dog is a white bulldog that follows Lobo around everywhere. Although Dog looks like a normal Earth dog, he's an alien and can speak. Once, Lobo fought a clone of himself and they battled to the death, and the comics never made it 100% clear which of them survived. While Lobo hasn't appeared yet in live action, he has appeared in video games and cartoons. Although Lobo is a hyper-violent psychopath, he does stick to his own code of honor, which is pretty much accepting any bounty offered to him so long as the money's right. All right, there you go. There is your Lobo. God, this guy sounds like a champion. Yeah, no, he's pretty badass. He is a badass. What, did I hear it correctly? Talk about original ideas. Did we, did we hear that he went after Santa Claus? Yeah. Yes. The Easter Bunny hired him and put a hit out on Santa Claus. That's what I'm talking about, people. Original content. <laughs> See, no, that, those are the bedtime stories you need to tell your kids. Yes. All right, those are the ones. All right, Santa's real. Or, or he was, but he's been decapitated and Rudolph is dead. Yeah, exactly. Those are the ones you need to share. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you tell the kids. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's funny. We are going to now get into some Walking Dead. Oh, oh man. Yes. Let's talk about the Walking Dead. Twitter is a flitter. Twitter is a flitter. I like With that. With Walking Dead yes. buzz right now. Okay, so what is what episode number was this? All I know is there's only three left. <laughs> we don't. So if it's 12 episodes, <laughs> that was episode nine. We don't have Dallas to tell us, by the way. Yeah. We don't. Dallas, by the way, Dallas was on our show last week, and mm -hmm. he did such a great job Thanks with the Logan yes. rundown. And we had a Logan panel, and appreciated Dallas. And can't wait for that new podcast, The Bad Motivators. Motivators yes. They're having. He has a podcast coming out with Luke and Eric, and it's going to be great. So mm. when it comes out, make sure you listen to The Bad Motivators. Wow, you just oh, got a chuchi there. Yes, that, that's right. There it is. If you do not want to be spoiled, just fast forward this about five minutes and you'll be fine. Okay, so five minutes from here. If you do want to be spoiled, we're going to break down this latest episode. It was a great one. And five, four, three, two, one. Jesus is dead. Jesus is resurrected. Jesus is not, yeah, Jesus is not dead. Not, okay. <laughs> he, Boo. He rose. He, 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 let me know what you think. What, let me know what you think about this episode. What did you think about it? Um, uh, I'm, I'm sad that I was right. I, I kind of wish that I was not right. You with, were right. With Benjamin Credit dying. where your credit's due, Boo. You were dead on on this one. Shit. And, and, uh, and uh, what is it? But I do, I, I, the way it happened, how dirty it was, annoyed me with Richard doing it. I'm glad that uh, Morgan choked his ass out in front of everybody. Didn't give a fuck. That's right. 
He, had, he made the anyway, he, yeah. Not that he wanted them to watch, but they had to watch, and that and then gave more gravity to what Morgan was doing. He 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 did not let him um, uh, not save himself, but explain himself. He said, "No, the punishment is death," and he did it himself, which was great. Uh, Richard is a dick. No pun intended, and I'm glad he's dead. Yes. What is it? I'm glad uh, Carol's black. Uh, black. I'm glad Carol's back. Carol's definitely not black. Carol's not black. I'm glad she's back. Morgan's black. Morgan. Morgan is black. Is black. Morgan is black. Yes. Um. So yeah. So so I think this is uh this is a this was an important episode. Uh, Morgan is gonna kill motherfuckers now, which we, which is what we've been wanting for a long time. Um. Everybody knows everything now. Uh, Carol knows who's dead, what's going on, and badass Carol I think is back. Which oh, is something yes, we've been waiting for. So I, I, and I think this is really going to speed up these last three episodes. I think they're going to really ramp up, and then the season finale is going to be fucking awesome. So yeah, less. I, I like the whole episode. Obviously, um, what I did. No, there's nothing I didn't like. What I do like about Carol coming back is this is a calm Carol. This is a Carol who's That's thinking. True. Okay, now she knows what's going on. She didn't fly off the handle. She didn't lose her shit. Morgan lost his shit. Morgan is done. And you know what I think is going to happen going forward is Morgan may not join up with everyone else. But what I think he's going to do is he said he's going to kill them one by one. He's just about to just wander the countryside like a lone wolf. Murdering people. If he runs into a group of saviors, you're done. Mm -hmm. That's it, people. You are dead. But he's gonna find a way to kill you with that stick and take a gun and bury bullets up people's asses, (laughs) and it's over. So I think he's gonna do that. You already have Sasha and Rosita poised to infiltrate at least to plausible distance to be able to pull off a sniper shot. Mm -hmm. Then we're also getting all the other communities to mount up. And like I said, Carol, calm, and, and King Ezekiel, very calm also. Well, he is a king. He just saw someone get, he saw a young leader, future his, leader, yeah, his protege. die in front of him. And then he also saw a new guy that could potentially become a good person and contributor to his kingdom lose it. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and I think uh I think he's I think he's actually lost it, lost it, because at the end of the episode when he's doing whatever he is with his stick, he looks behind him like he heard something. Right. Nothing was there. I yes. think I think he's going back to Oh, um, he's going to crazy yeah, uh, he's going crazy to the Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, so which is a little little and scary. What I did like so the what back to Ezekiel, he's he stayed calm also. He's like, I know we have to fight, but let's plant this garden right now. Let's just Yeah. Keep, take it slow. They're they're not going anywhere. The saviors aren't going anywhere. And not only that, I don't think they realize what's about to hit them. If who the saviors? Yeah, don't the realize? saviors. Oh, don't yeah, they realize. have no fucking clue. Some things are bubbling up and brewing up. And here we go. These next few episodes coming up are going to be pretty good. I hope there's no letdown whatsoever because it's only gotten better as mm-hmm. we've gotten toward the end of the season. Yeah, that's shit. You guys both nailed it. <laughs> You guys, I, I, all I have to say is, I it felt like an old episode of The Walking Dead to me. There, yeah. there was one funny little joke that they added in there with the lady that pissed herself, but it wasn't even last episode. It was a good episode. I liked it a lot. It was a good episode and it reminded me of the graphic novel, but it didn't feel like The Walking Dead. This right. one, this episode is the first one other than the opening episode. Cool. Yeah. 
that felt like I was watching The Walking Dead again. That's the, right. The music was great. It wasn't yeah. weird. It the editing and the the editing was amazing. Mm-hmm. When when Morgan was losing it, the editing was yes. amazing. Yes. And then the the wipes, the fade ins and the fade outs were great. Yeah. And the acting was unbelievable. Yep. Morgan, yeah, is, Morgan so is so great. Good. That's what I was thinking too. And Richard, this guy's fucking fantastic. and Richard yes. is unbelievable. Everybody was great in this episode, including the two motherfuckers. The savior guys. Oh, oh man, you you hate them so fucking much. Okay, I don't hate Gavin. Yes, I don't either. I Gavin. I I think Gavin is like, look, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. This is the group I'm with. This is the group I'm loyal to. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure if he were to have found Alexandria or the kingdom or he'd the be a solid top, person, he'd be a much more solid person because he even knows he's stuck with the douchebag. Mm-hmm. Who's an idiot? Yeah. Who's a loose cannon? The rat faced bastard. If anything ends up happening, you know, well, it's going to happen. But if anything ends up happening, Gavin at some point can turn around and be like, "It's his fucking fault." Yeah, yeah, he's going to throw his ass this bastard right here who's been doing all this crap, pushing. You know, they already have Negan. They don't need long haired Negan Junior being ah. an idiot. And trying to just he does he sucks at it. He's in there twirling a stick around like he's some kind of badass. Yeah, exactly. He almost got ran over by the truck. Yeah, when he was doing that. But yeah, they, I like Gavin. The other guy definitely needs to give us a. We need a satisfying villain. Death. He needs to be gutted. That needs to be him this season. Morgan needs to kill that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Morgan needs worst to kill way him. Possible. Put the stick up his ass or down Please. his or, or down his throat like he said to uh, to Richard. Yeah, so there's only four episodes left. Three. Three episodes left. And the next episode, it looks like from the previews, that, that, that cocksmith, what's his name, that runs Alexandria. Not Alexandria, Gregory, Alexandria Gregory, I'm sorry. Gregory, the, hill, the, <laughs> the hilltop. That is right. Gregory. Cocksmith. It looks like, yeah, he's, he's a master of the cock. He, he looks like he's going to spill some beans. Yeah, yeah, he, he, or he's trying to—he's trying, he's trying to weasel snitch. his way into something. Yeah, he's yeah. That guy's a fragile and frail, just uh, bitch. Yeah, yes. If there's is. someone I don't like. It's it's Gregory. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's horrible. So things are coming to a head. Yeah, everything is is happening, and it, we're gonna get some crazy episodes for three more coming up. Mm-hmm. I really like last season and this season has been very good. I like Lenny James and how he's acting when he's Oh, playing. Lenny James and is great. Even now that I've watched this episode, even the episodes where it was just a solo character of Morgan, you realize, you know what, you're watching good acting. Oh, yeah. great acting. And you he's know what? A, I can, he's a great actor. I can take that. I know there's the the normal people who are just like, no, I want zombies and I want gore and I want no, 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 no. all this other stuff. But when no, you get no. Morgan... I like what we saw tonight. Yeah, yeah, when you get Morgan standing there and monologuing like he did tonight, mm-hmm. you're like... You okay. notice the difference between the writing in this and fucking movie like Kong? <laughs> when, I was, when, I was, when I was watching... Would have been better with Lenny James? Is that what you're trying to say? It was, no, it, was, it, wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been better with Lenny James because the dialogue was garbage. I get you got to give these guys stuff to work with. The problem is knowing that Samuel Jackson's in the movie, they fucking make the dialogue to fit him. They sugarcoated for him. Yes, and it's like th- curveballs to him with his fucking stupid bullshit dialogue that he does in every movie. But well, fuck, we digress. We're not talking about Kong anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, when I was watching it, I was going, "Look, this is good writing this weekend. Look yes. at this. Look yeah. at this show." Yes. Yeah. And Richard was great too. Richard was great. So there you have it. Yep. You're Walking Dead news. Now, let's get into something that we didn't think we were going to have any kind of news. Mm. How about some Game of Thrones? 
So what? Yeah, we just gotta. Yes. We do have a preview for Game of Thrones, and it's very podcast friendly because it's all dialogue. There's really nothing to see. No. So we are gonna play it for you right about now. I know what my father was, what he did. I know the Mad King earned his name. Kill every Targaryen I get my hands on. Everyone who isn't us is an enemy. Sir Illip, bring me his head. We are ironborn. We take what is ours. I'd let you marry that beast, do you? I now proclaim Cersei of the House Lannister, protector of the Seven Kingdoms. Lannister, Targaryen, Baratheon, Stark, Tyrell. They're all just spokes on a wheel. This one's on top, then that one's on top, and on and on it spins, crushing those on the ground. Same thing is coming for all of us. There is only one war that matters. The Great War. And it is here. Alright, there you have the Game of Thrones Season 7 preview. And it's confirmed that it's only going to be six episodes and this season. And they pushed it back a month to start they off. They pushed right? it back a month. Yeah, it, was it July 16th? Yeah, they're going to milk this as much as they possibly Wait, can. so it usually starts in April. It's it going says, to start in July? It says July. July. Oh, God. It's not even... That's more than a month. Yeah, they're, they're going to they're they're milk it as much as they can. And... Well, it's it's only uh, six episodes, so they have to push it back so it ends at the same amount of time. Well, hopefully, we get some hour and a half episodes. I was going to say, are we going to get like an hour and five minute episodes, or well, hopefully, we get hour and a half episodes. That would be really good, kickass. But yeah. we're asking for too much. I'm just happy it's coming back. That that too. Look at you, boo. I know. All I'm excited. I'm part of the cool kids now. You are. You get to yeah. sit. You can sit at this table now. Yeah, yeah. I can. That's I can. great. So Game of Thrones, great preview. Yep. Nothing really visual to watch other than it. There, it's like crumbling. What is it? Rocks. Everything's crumbling. It was basically crumbling. the rock sculptures of the all the houses. of the sigils of the houses. Yeah. Going yes, at that's it. right. So it's not much to see. No, no. It, it it is cool to see, but if you don't see it, you're good. Yeah, fine. But what they didn't show in that. So they had the Kraken for the mm-hmm. Ironborn. Mm-hmm. They had the Stag for the Baratheons. They yes. had the Lion. Did they have the Wolf? They had the, the Wolf. The Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they had the they Dragon. Had the wolf. They had yeah. the Dragon. They, they had the didn't Wolf. Have they, they? They even had the Flower for the for the Tyrells. Uh, for the Tyrells. They didn't have anything for the Mar- for House Martell. They did not have it was anything supposed to be a which one is for? They didn't have anything. The Sun over a spear or like I didn't see anything about or yeah. a snake mm. or something that's interesting yeah. alright so there is that now for Star Wars news guys this Ooh. week I was going to do some stuff but okay let me break down what happened so the Disney shareholders had a meeting they got to see footage of The Last Jedi and we were at this meeting I, you're not supposed to tell anybody because because we are shareholders hey, hey. <laughs> motherfucker I'm powerful alright yeah <laughs> it came out that they got to see some footage the footage that they saw was pretty cool evidently I'm not going to go over what it was but if you are into spoilers or if you're into Star Wars news at all okay that's right 
There is a really cool article. It's called The State of the Galaxy as Star Wars The Last Jedi Begins. And it's by Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net. And it is spoiler... Spoilerific? Yes. yes. Okay. So there's some tidbits about pretty much the film, The Last Jedi, and there's some good stuff there. But just know what we're going to tell you is we're not going to spoil it because we're not going to really go into that. Go, go on that site. Check that article out. It's great. And then also listen to, now this is podcasting, and they will break that down as well. Also, so what they saw was some cool stuff with Luke, some cool stuff with General Leia, some Finn stuff, some Ray stuff, and I don't know if they saw Laura Dern and Benicio Del Toro stuff, but everybody was pretty positive about the reaction. So we're not going to spoil it and tell you what they saw, because I don't even know if you, Les, or Boo want to even know that stuff. So, I, can, I can wait. It, it wouldn't ruin anything, but I can wait. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Okay, Maybe cool. I'll just hit the links like you just said. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll read the article. Now, I'm going to get to that point where I'm going to spoil the ending of Logan. So if you do not want to hear this, just turn this off. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Tune in next week. We really appreciate it. Yes. So turn us off right about now. Spoiler alert. The Titanic sinks at the end. Shut up. Okay, now, for the people that have seen Logan, there was something that was tweeted by Maurice the Chosen One on Twitter. And he, he um, actually tagged Mangold, the director, and he had a picture of the Wolverine. And pretty much they used, and Mangold came out and confirmed this, something in the Wolverine to determine how they were going to end Logan. Now, if you remember the Wolverine, the Wolverine meets the fellow mutant called Yukio. Yeah, and she has the ability to see people's deaths. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, there's a scene where she tells Logan, Logan, I saw you die. It's not like I can get a complete picture. More like looking through a keyhole. But I'm always right. All I can see is one part of a person's life, their death, and I saw yours. She goes on to say in the movie, I see you on your back. There's blood everywhere. You're holding your own heart in your hand. So. Oh, that's nice. He dies, obviously, as you've seen it, holding. Her. X-23's. His heart. Heart. That's touching. That's really cool. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is that is really cool. Very cool. Nice. And Mangold said, yes, they incorporated that. Wow. And that's that's, very that's, cool. that's really beautiful, honestly. Yeah, you cool. have to go back and watch The Wolverine. Holy yeah, crap. That, cool? that is nice. Yeah. Saul so, Logan, you need to go back and watch The Wolverine. So good for Maurice, the chosen one. Yeah, yeah. Good job. On, uh, Twitter. one of my favorite movies, The Wolverine. I think I'm going to get yelled at. For yes, it. you are. Yeah. One of my, not Origins. It was all right. Oh, but The God, Wolverine yeah. was very was good to me. All right. So there is that little... Haiku there that we uh, figured out. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. That is very cool. When I read it, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. Very cool. It shows that they put much more thought into the movies than people think. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh! It's not just good enough to have violence and fucking special effects. Yeah, right. There's an actual story that comes together. <laughs> Holy shit! Novel concept. Yeah. Or we have one email that we wanted to read. Yes. Um, we ran out of time, but we definitely want to read this email. Mm-hmm. And it's by our, I think, one of our first listeners. One of our first, yes. Absolutely. And one of our most dedicated listeners. Yes, yes. Manny, right? Yes, Manny. My my great. very good friend, Manny. Great yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, you want to read it, Boo? Yes, yes. I'll read it. Okay, go ahead, man. Yes. So thank you again, Manny, for the email. Thank you for listening. You are, you are one of our uh, biggest 
Biggest and first fans. So yes, thank you. Iraj and Boo, love the podcast. You guys are doing a great job each episode with The Week and Geek. I've been listening since episode one and look forward to number 52 when you celebrate your first birthday. Thank you. I really like those character backgrounds that give real insight to those of us who are not as well-versed in geekdom as others. That's what they're there for. Logan's, Logan was the most intense and complete Marvel movie to date. It was entertaining from the first minute until the credits came on. I'm still puzzled, though, about the whole adamantium bullet thing. There are additional properties uh, to adamantium that offer more more than the fact that it's just the hardest metal known to man. Seems to me that as far as going through soft brain tissue, a regular bullet would do the same damage as adamantium. Uh, Logan's eye socket or would offer the same entry point to his head, whether it was a normal bullet or an adamantium bullet. If anything, a regular bullet should do more damage as it would fragment once it hits Logan's skull from the inside. In the movie, it looks like the adamantium bullet was a through and through shot any pearls of wisdom or bales of baffling bullshit <laughs> would be appreciated manny J. all right manny J. thank you so much first of all thank you for those great words mm-hmm. nice words yes thank you for taking your time out and reading and writing an email to us about that yes and i'm gonna throw this over to you and less about the huh. about the bullets i have an answer for it okay. yes please let's go first it's called comics, dude. <laughs> that is it. It's comics. That is the end all be all. When you posit a character's superpowers or gifts, people are going to always try to debunk those things. Comics just says, we don't care. Well, it's just like with Magneto, bullets are most of the time made out of lead. Lead is not a magnetic material. Not at all. And so he can, he can stop bullets. Yeah, yes. So, yeah, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Put hand wave yeah. and a force field comes up and all of a sudden the Everything bullets stopped. drop. Yeah. Comics. Yeah. It is, it, it, we can get into the science of all these things, of superpowers and of gifts, and we can get into the realistic qualities of these things but at the end of the day and i know it sucks but i'm you're getting the latter you wanted a real answer then i think you said bullshit was on the other one yeah that's that's exactly the answer it's Mm -hmm. gonna be so yes uh the idea is that no one's ever gonna have a chance to put a bullet through wolverine's eye socket Mm -hmm. if you're fighting wolverine and you pull a gun out you're not gonna be able to have the marksmanship and the speed and the chance in a full-blown fight with him to put one through his eyeball. I mean, maybe if you were to knock him out completely, yeah. best him in battle, then you might be able to do so. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, comics, as always, rear their ugly heads, and they just say, well, you could heal from that. His brain gets put turned to slush, but there's still a piece of his DNA intact. So, yes, he would be able to regenerate from that and heal from that. Uh, the idea is that he was just thinking one final bullet um, in the actual story of old man Logan. He puts his head on. He's there's flashes of him trying to kill himself by having a train run him over. Mm-hmm. It's just comics. I could give you one answer to kind of help a bit. So, yes, if in a perfect world you're able to shoot Logan in the eye socket with a regular bullet, you'd have the fragmentation and it would get stuck in his, inside his skull, but eventually he would push it out. Like he pushed out all the other bullets, mm-hmm. it would pop out eventually. But with that, with an uh, adamantium bullet, let's say he, you, you do the same thing. You shoot it and it'll go through the back of his head. Shatter, shatter that part of the skull. So what happens there is that part of the skull that is missing so he can't regenerate that because uh that's not adamantium anymore you know the exit wound would take parts of his skull just like if you were to get shot the back of your head would blow out 
So let's say the adamantium blew out. He can't heal from that. That's that's what I think they were going for. So if if that helps, that's the way I understood it. Is that it's for him to cause for you to cause enough permanent damage to actually kill him. You needed a bullet that was the same material, so it could blow out the back of his head to a point where he could not heal anymore. That's the way I understood it. Right. Why didn't they just make a shit ton of adamantium bullets? It's a, it's a very hard material to come by and a very hard material it's to, very to, hard to is obtain. That the, is that your comment? No pun intended, yeah. <laughs> that is his answer. No, it's hard to obtain. Like I said, when you got a ball of fury and a berserker rage with claws coming at you. Good fucking luck. It, yeah, you're not going to be able to shoot as many bullets as you think you can. I mean, that's what is written and posited. That's what we saw in the movie is him going nuts. And yeah, they were shooting him. Just like how in the Deadpool in movie... He's shot multiple he's times. He's shot. There, you are. If you're watching closely, he's shot right in the ass. There, no, but in that final scene, you're. If you're watching oh, yeah. closely, there is just blood splattering mm-hmm. everywhere. They're putting bullets all through that guy's body. Like I said, comic books. Yeah, all sorry. right. It's kind of a rough answer, but I'm sorry. There's not much. Much. That's, no, no, that's yeah. okay. That is that's the okay. answer. Yeah. It is always good. Yeah. Answer. <laughs> and so, thank you very much, Manny. Yes, really thank you, Manny. It. All right, guys. I think we can wrap it up now. Yes. Yes, right? we can. So, please tune in next week where mm-hmm. we will have... It looks like we're going to have Mr. Jason Ward. Holy shit. The man, the myth, the legend. The man himself. Oh, wow. Star Wars news icon. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a good time. And please go on Star Wars Podcast Awards. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have it on the show notes to tell you exactly who to, to vote for, like we did in the beginning of the show. We are uh, going to be hitting up episode 32. Yep. Next week, my God, man! Yeah, you guys are at thirty-two episodes. That's that's amazing. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yes, we're yes. slowly but surely, we're getting there. Moving. So hopefully, you all enjoy us. Please call the hotline. Please email us. Mm-hmm. Let us know some suggestions. Any questions? Any questions? We did see some more Westworld, so it's getting to the point where I'm going to finish it, and we're going to talk about Westworld. And by the oh, and by the way, okay. we're also going. I'm also going to be on a new podcast coming up soon that's called right. Binge and Purge, and that's with the great Patrick Bonafrisco where we pick a great TV show and we binge the shit out of it and we purge it all on you guys. <laughs> Again, thank you for listening to The Sith List. Love